Is it recording? Uh, I think it's recording. Uh, yeah, normally, it's there's a, this meeting is being recorded, but I didn't hear it. Anyway, so for the listeners, I will have a disclaimer. Now, for this one, we'll probably be talking Taglish kind of conversation. So the reason being I'm having this um, disclaimer is, I don't know, I just foresee the podcast as kind of being more open to everyone. So if there are people mm-hmm. listening who don't understand uh, Filipino, uh, bear with us. But at least you can hear us speak Tagalog. <laughs> okay, so for today, we are talk- we are talking with Liz. So Liz is my previous roommate, college friend, and now she is a an instructor in the psychology. Is it a department? Department yeah. of Psychology in the College of Social Sciences and Philosophy in UP Diliman. So, yeah, that's that's all of the introductions that I'm going to do. So, I'll give the ball to you, friend, to maybe introduce yourself. So, I, I gave you this little outline, but let's mm-hmm. let's start from there. Like, um, a little bit of introduction of who you are as a person. Um vision your visions or goal in life i know you do have like things like that so just um work on what you can um share to everyone okay vision like my long-term goals ganun. yeah career-wise yep okay so hello my name is liz uh liz innocential lizette innocential so uh, i i'm care i'm currently an instructor in the department of psychology and also currently a master's student, um, yung area of specialization or area of interest ko ay clinical psychology. So, also studying in UP Diliman. And long-term plans and vision is to be a psychotherapist in the future while also juggling academic um, work, no research at saka extension and also teaching. Pero yun, in the future, I would like to also be a psychotherapist. That's why I'm taking a master's. <laughs> Is it is it something that you've known even like when did you know that you wanted to be a psychotherapist? Because huh. I, I remember like back in undergrad mm. you were telling us that most of your peers are preparing for med school, but yeah. very few of you are actually taking up psychology because you want to focus on psychology. Yeah. But I think also panahon and I think also dahil dun sa mental health law, a lot of psychology undergrads are very much interested in taking a path in clinical psychology, which is good. Kasi sobrang konti lang talaga ng clinical psychologists in the Philippines. And also, sobrang konti lang din ng psychiatrists. Like, mas konti sila. Um, so, I think I took up psychology with clinical psychology in mind. Unlike most of my peers na med or law yung iniisip nila. Um, mas, lalo, mas lalo yung med. So, I took up psychology. So, siguro before high school, before taking the UPCAT, I saw myself na as being a, a therapist in the future. So, it's like high school level, you knew na, okay, I'm taking, why did you take psychology anyway? Was it like your, yung talaga yung gusto mong gawin or family or what? <laughs> well, bakit nga ba? Um, parang, Meron kasi akong friend uh, dati, churchmate, nung, nag, nung nag, nagsisimba pa ako. Ngayon, hindi na nagsisimba. But anyway, that's a different conversation. But um, meron akong churchmate na mas matanda sa akin and she's taking up, 
she's uh, taking up psychology, so college na siya nung high school ako. Tapos lagi na siya nagkukwento sa akin ng mga bagay na pag-aralan niya. And I was very interested about it. So, nung nag-take ako ng mga college entrance exam, puro psychology talaga yung first choice ko. If I, yeah, puro psychology talaga yung first place ko. Just because, parang nag-process of elimination lang ako na, ah, hindi masyadong interesting para sa akin yung ganitong field. Yeah, and yeah. psychology seems to fascinate me. So, why not take psychology? And then, inisip ko lang, if I don't enjoy it as much as I think I would enjoy it, parang may option naman always to shift out. But I ended up enjoying it, so all is well. <laughs> yeah. Tapos, right after, so move, moving forward, fast forward to graduation. What mm-hmm. did you do right after you graduated? Yeah, so after I graduate, I work muna ako as a research assistant in a DOST project. So it's a social science project for DOST. And you know this. Yeah. <laughs> Roommates natin. <laughs> At tinasama kita sa mga iba kong field works. Yeah. Yun. So, um, I knew when I graduated that I want to take masters. I just didn't know when. So, um, nung graduate ako, iniisip ko na ayoko unang mag-dive deep into taking the masters a masters right away kasi gusto ko muna mag-explore kasi naisip ko baka gusto ko lang siya kasi wala akong alam na ibang options baka magugustuhan ko naman yung ibang track so i was experimenting at that time uh, and then this opportunity came so i worked as a research assistant for this project for one year and then nagwork ako as a researcher then a qualitative researcher in a market research company mm-hmm. So, um, what was the decision-making process like transitioning from um, so undergrad to mm-hmm. the research project to the corpo? I would say corpo life. Accurate, but corpo life. You mark quality researcher. Yeah, it's work. corpo life. To then moving back to UP as a graduate student and faculty member. Okay, so decision-making. Um, so right after I graduate, nga, I wanted to explore muna different paths. Pero at some point in the three years na nag-work ako as a research assistant and also I worked as a corporate, parang, ano ba, I, I became unsatisfied with, not my life in general, but kasi work is a big chunk of my life. Like for a long time, studying and work is just my life. Like, yeah most of my time talaga is dedicated to studying or work. Um, so, dahil malaking impact yung nabibigay sa akin ng work, and because I was a bit unsatisfied with work, I, I wanted to, I think, partly, my going back to the grad, grad uh, going back to UP and taking up grad class, kasi I didn't envision myself to take up master's ka agad, like, after two years of graduating. I guess partly it was my like desperate attempt to to feel passionate about something again, <laughs> and and it worked. So, because um, ano ba? Hindi ko naman pinagsisihan na nagtrabaho ako sa naghanap ako ng alternative paths in the past. Because marami yeah. na ako tutunan don sa mga bagay na yon. And aside from the the skills and competencies na nakuha ko don sa mga trabaho na yon, and I guess life lessons na nakuha ko, it made me appreciate my work right now more kasi mas realize ko na ito talaga yung gusto ko kasi um, dahil 
hindi ako masyadong naging satisfied doon sa mga naging trabaho ko in the past. Of course, may mga good days and like good moments and and moments that I felt grateful about those work. Pero I was longing for that that like being passionate in something. So what would what would you sense. say is the reason na hindi ka satisfied? What was the source of that? Is it unsatisfaction? This unsatisfaction, dissatisfaction. Anyway. <laughs> um, the first job ko, yung sa research assistant. Um, kasi di magisa lang ako dun. Yeah. I mean, I had yeah. a supervisor, but um, I was doing field work. Magisa, I was analyzing data. Magisa. Um, but I mayroon na tutunan uh, in research, both qualitative and quantitative. Madami ako na experience, madami ako na explore ng mga lugar na kausap ng mga tao. Pero yung dissatisfaction and satisfaction ko dun yeah. sa first job, I, I I just realized na hindi ako fit for working by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kasi I I really need the structure. I really need um dead, set deadlines. Kasi one year siya, pero I had to... Ako yung nagsiset na, okay, at this point, dapat tapos, na, tapos ko na to. At this point, tapos ko na to. So, yung, yung walang, walang external pressure, eh, pakiramdam ko, hindi lang ako fit sa ganung environment. That's why also, I don't think magiging masaya ako or magiging productive ako in doing freelance work. Kasi a lot of my friends also are doing freelance work right now. Kasi sabay-sabay kami ding, halos sabay-sabay kami nag-resign dun sa market research job namin. And so, apat kami, yung tatlo nag-freelance work, ako lang yung may full-time work okay. And I feel like I, I am not fit for that kind of work, doing a freelance work because of my need for structure, I guess. And yung dissatisfaction naman with market research was, on one hand, sobrang daming natutunan. Like, sobrang fast-paced nung pagkatuto namin because it was a competitive environment. Um, it's a corporate um, kasi it's an agency basically. So mm-hmm. we had different clients and of course you need to have this ano ba, good quality of work for your clients para bumalik sila. Yeah. And um, marketing world is very competitive in general kasi these companies are competing against each other so you yeah. need to create better products, better services. So, ayun, um, very fast-paced yung mga bagay. Napakabilis yung mga turnaround ng mga projects. Siguro, one project would, parang one, may mga projects na one week lang yung pag-analyze ng data. And, again, I, I think hindi lang ako fit for that kind of very fast-paced mm-hmm. uh, work. Kasi I want to, you know, spend some time with what yeah. I'm doing and really um, submit it kapag masaya na ako. Kasi I really enjoy the process of doing things, especially you know, research things that I'm uh, passionate about or fascinated about. So, gusto ko nung moment to just immerse yeah. myself in the yeah. process <laughs> of doing things. Uh, sobrang, and well, as a person na very overthinker and always ano ba, worried about meeting deadlines mm-hmm. on on the deadline, submitting work on the right time. Sobrang nakastress ako yung ganong klasing environment, and I felt like yeah. hindi ako nagfit don sa ganong klasing environment. So ayun. yeah, I, I can I can feel that I can vouch for that, uh, knowing you <laughs> and everything. So I'm I'm just curious. So how how did the opportunity of getting a position in academia in the university? Um, how was it introduced to you? 
Like, mayroon ba pivotal person that you, like, introduce you to set up the stage or something? Yeah. Um, so, I guess, fast track lang din. Ay, back track lang din. Um, nung college yun, I, I wanted to teach. And katulad nung grad school, I didn't know when. I, should, I know that I wanted to do it at some point. Pero mm-hmm. na-envision kayo sarili ko na, ah, baka kapag matanda na ako, I will teach kapag marami na akong life experiences. Eh, but... Um, so, nung nasa market research pa ako, because I was really stressed and I wanted to create new paths for myself. Nag-apply muna ako as sa, sa grad, uh, sa masters ng, ng psych. So, so naisip ko, maybe this is the right time to, to go back to UP and study again since I really enjoy studying, I really enjoy learning. So, nag-apply ako ng grad, ng masters. Tapos, I knew na hindi ko siya ma-maintain. Like, hindi, hindi, hindi sustainable na mag-grad class ako sa Quezon City. Yeah. Tapos, trabaho ko <laughs> sa Ortigas. <laughs> ng 8, 8.32 hanggang gabi. Like, sobrang grabe talaga. Pagpupunta ako ng Ortigas, papuntang UP, grabe yung commute. Yung, yeah. Like, Hours. Yung sobrang haba nung pila. And then yung boss, makikipagbalyahan ka dun sa may mega mall. Tapos parang sardines. So sobrang stressful nun. And I didn't want to experience that. So since I knew that I wanted to go back to UP and study again, masters, I knew that I, I, I would need to quit my job eventually. So nauna yung pagdadeside na, okay, mag-masters ako. Tapos, um... Magkukwit ako sa trabaho, pero di ko pa alam kung saan ako pupunta. So, mm-hmm. inisip ko noon, baka mag-apply ako sa iba pang research jobs na sa Quezon City mas malapit para mas madali yung travel or maghahanap ako ng teaching job. So, in-export ko na baka pwedeng magturo ako sa senior high school kasi may mga social science, madami silang mga social sub- science subjects na I think I can teach mm-hmm. or to other universities. Sobrang wala akong plano to teach in UP kasi I knew that in the past years, they were only accepting yung mga may masters na or at least ng thesis na and I, mm-hmm. I still don't have that at the time. Yeah. Like, di pa ako nagsimula ng masters. And then, nakita ko sa Facebook, uh, from the Facebook page nung department that they're hiring and I was very surprised kasi may nakalagay dun sa qualifications sa masters or bachelors, PhD masters Ooh. or bachelors degree. So, sobrang shocked ako, ganyan. Like, oh, that's my opportunity. Pero, at that time, I I didn't feel like applying. Kasi, parang, pakiramdam ko, hindi ako matatanggap. Like, sobrang, siguro, 80% sure ako na hindi ako matatanggap. So, that's one. And then, the other one was that, parang, Nung nakita ko siya at mga 2-3 days before the deadline. So, parang... Uh, so, it's mag- open to, ano? It's open to public, the application. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, may Facebook page and then there, there's just a list of qualifications that, that they're looking for. So, I, I, I didn't really decided na mag-a-apply ako kasi nga... May mga requirements ka pa mapasa. Magsulat ka pa ng letter. You mm-hmm. have to procure recommendation letters and all that. But, my boyfriend, you know, no. London, which you also know, which was also your friend, was also teaching at the time sa Tripoli yep. naman, really pushed me na, hindi, sige, try mo lang. Wala namang mawawala. Ganyan. Being a person that he is who is just really 
going out there. <laughs> so, sobrang eh, pilos niya ako. No? Wala naman mga wala ganyan. So, minessage ko yung isang faculty na nag-share nung um, post. So, tinatanong ko, hello po sir, nakita ko po yung post. Sabihin niyo po ba, pwede pa pong magpasa kahit na beyond the deadline kasi ngayon ko lang po nakita. Ganyan. So, in-explain ko. Tapos, sabi niya, email ko yung department chair. Tapos, in-email ko. Mm-hmm. Tapos, in-explain ko yung situation. And then, pumayag siya. So, sabi niya, sige, ipasa mo lang. Ganyan. Wow. So, pinasa ko lang. And then, ayun. And then, things happened. Like, so, then, you had interviews and all, di ba? Yeah, so demo teaching. Demo teaching, yeah. Demo Grabe yung demo teaching like <laughs> one week siguro ako kinakabahan. Like what did you yung, what did you talk about the demo? I talked about at the time I was really passionate about positive psychology. So it's a it's um it's a perspective a field in psychology that talks about positive things. Like kasi mm-hmm. um short background on it. Um although um yeah, yeah. Short background, kasi parang pag inisip mo psychology, you're just thinking about yung mga bagay na negative um, um, psychological disorders, kanyan. So, there was a movement to also think about, talk about positive like happiness, well-being, kanyan. So, uh, there's this concept in positive psychology called flow. So, it's a okay. term introduced by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. Oh. Um, sobrang hirap ng spelling ng pangalan niya. But basically, it's a concept na sinasabi niya na yung optimal experience ng mga tao happens in this state which is called okay. flow na hindi mo na mamalayan yung oras because you're so immersed in your work. So, yun. I talked about flow for 10 minutes. And I was very nervous at the time. Like, I was thinking na ah, like, inisip ko na na shit, inom na ako ng alak bago mag-demo. Like, parang ako yung puso ko. But I did not do that. I was around, so strong. Around, <laughs> around what um, month to. This was 2018, right? Because I remember we were applying for grad school at the same time. Yeah, that's 2018. What month was that? I think around April or May. Oh, aga. Yeah, because, yeah, April or May. Because August, yun, diba? Tapos, yeah, August must start. So when I did you do the demo teach? Like around June or something? April or May, then yung demo teaching. Because I remember I had I, I had the opportunity at, to attend pa yung, yung TEC teacher effectiveness training at mm-hmm. junior so i think april or may yung application so ayun demo teaching test right after that was the interview and i was so nervous kasi sobrang here are the people that i i've looked up to and now yeah. they're interviewing me like sobrang in my undergrad life like these are the people that i really idolized and sobrang like fan girl ako sa kanila Tapos right now, they're asking me about these mm-hmm. things, about my life, and how, how I envision myself in this career. So, sobrang nakatao talaga yun para sa akin. But so I'm how, glad that I, I did it. Uh, so, how, the, how was the interview like? So, it's like you, had, you went to the office or to psych this one day. You did the demo yeah. teaching. How yeah. long was that for? Like 10 minutes? I think like the demo you? is 10 to 15. <laughs> 10 to 15. And yeah. then right after that, there's a panel. And then they were interview you. Hindi ko na maalala kung gaano katagal yung interview. Around 30 minutes I would say. Really? For the yeah. interview. Yeah, yeah kasi yeah, I remember when I when I was applying for the lecturer position, I also did the demo teaching tapos. Hmm. Yun yeah, tell me about oh, what will I talk about? I haven't been teaching Triple E in so long. Hmm. And then ganyan ganyan. So, so yeah, let's do it. For it? 
kind of yeah i tried recording myself being oh i don't i don't want to go in uh, unprepared hmm. but yeah i just look at ah, okay sige, i can talk about this thing siguro it's easier ganyan ganyan so hmm. it went well naman pero yeah so for your case what kind of questions did they ask you or or how do how would you compare it to the interviews that you had when you were applying for the market research company well both were very calm i guess mm-hmm. like it was just really a conversation like i was just really nervous about it because these are the people that i look up to pero it the interview both for the teaching position but some market research. It was just like a conversation. I really mm-hmm. didn't think that there was this hierarchy or I didn't think that these are authority figures because they really just wanted to know if I'm fit for the job. So, may mga questions about like my plans. Why did I apply? Yung mga usual questions in job interviews. Yeah. So, for the faculty one, how did you answer the why did you apply for this job? Naku, hindi ko na maalala. Or, or, or right now. Siguro, just yeah. ngayon, reflecting on now, hmm. where you are now, why did you apply? Like, from this perspective. <laughs> why did I apply? Why did I wanted to teach? Um, so, nung college, siguro nung mga first years in college, di ko, di ko naman naisip na magturo. I don't know if nung first year ka, naisip mo na, ah, magturo ako, ganyan. I, I don't know if, if that was something in your mind na in the first place. Pero I remember when I was a freshman, um, sobrang grabe yung pag-wonder ko about why would graduates of UP go back to UP? Like, can't they apply for high-paying positions? I'm, yeah. I'm sure they will, they will be accepted anywhere. Yeah. So, yun yung mindset ko nung nasa, nung freshie ako. Like, uh, yun, yun lang naisip ko. I, I, I didn't understand why why people would would teach and go back to UP. Tapos nung mga siguro third year, fourth year in college, sa ako na realize yung beauty of teaching, I guess. And dun ko na realize na in the future gusto ko rin magturo kasi hmm. it seems like a job that I would enjoy. Like um Siguro na meet niya yung needs ko for intellectual stimulation because I really like learning and I'm fascinated about psychology. So, I just really, like, sa pagbabasa lang ng mga psychology journal articles and books ko nararamdaman yung, hindi ko alam if you have that, like, academic kilig. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, like, like may magal ako mong isa, ah, that's so interesting. <laughs> like, like, so, so yun. So, teaching meets my need for intellectual stimulation because basically, I, I just have the right to nerd out in front of people yeah, in, in exactly. teaching. Ganun yun nangyayari. So, and also, I think aside from the intellectual stimulation, it also meet my need for having a sense of purpose. And I guess that's mm-hmm. also one of the, the satisfaction I, I, I had when I was working in a corporate, in a private um, sector. Kasi, I, parang, wala lang, personally, ha, I can't speak for other people, pero, wala yung, kinong sense of purpose. Parang, minsan, nagsulat ako ng, ng reports, um, for the projects that I did, thinking na, shocks, parang pinapayaman ko lang yung mga kapitalista by, <laughs> by giving them this this results yeah they just know how to sell their products more yeah. so sometimes i would i would think about that and teaching parang 
yun nga, namimit yung sense of purpose that I'm, I'm doing something, no, to to make a difference no matter how small it is, like, um, teaching the future generation about the importance of certain things, like, Spoloyo and Filipino, and doing qualitative research, doing research ethically, and with a sense of social relevance in mind. Um, yun. Um, so, I guess it's, and also yung process of, like, preparing for teaching is something that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, nung nag-apply ako, wala akong karanasan sa pagtuturo. So, hindi ko naman talaga alam kung paano siya gawin. Pero, na, since nung undergrad, ang dami natin mga reporting, sige niya, yeah. na-realize yeah. ko na it's something similar to that. So, you have different resources, you have to integrate information, you have to present it in a way that it's interesting, it, it, it catches attention, it's coherent. So, that process of organizing information and also making it, presenting it in a way that is understandable mm-hmm. is something that I really enjoy because there is an intellectual process to it. There's also a creative like you know, process to it. And that is just really something that I enjoy doing. So Yeah. I can I can totally resonate with that. I actually feel that too. Parang, mm-hmm. Well, when I was an undergrad, like sharing, when I was an undergrad, mm-hmm. I didn't really think about... Um, Teaching, parang I'm not passionate about teaching, but I know yeah. that I want to help other people. I I want them to mm-hmm. understand like these engineering concepts and all. That's parang going into a uh, corpo world. I remember I sp- distinctly remember telling um, my manager who was interviewing me then when mm-hmm. she asked me about my plans five, or like what my vision is because I know my vision is to um, be part of biomedical engineering in the Philippines. I, I told mm-hmm. her I'm passionate about healthcare. Then looking back, like oh, a weird palanong because I'm entering this um, digital um, it's arm a different of, world. It's a completely different world. Yeah. Parang, it doesn't make sense for me to say that I'm passionate about health. It's an idea that you are soon going to leave us. And this is probably just a stepping stone for us. But, but they still got accepted me. So it all ended up, it all paid, uh, ended up pretty well. Tapos, mm. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yun. Like, um the experience working for the private sector it's it's very very important they're very structured and that's something mm, that yeah. we yeah that's something that the university needs to I, I think learn on personally like how sometimes you become while we value or while faculty members value their academic freedom this yeah. parang being in control of your own time and all mm-hmm. so i think that's really interesting that parang or it's valuable for faculty members to also get ex- industry experience. No? Yeah, but I, I guess that's also one of the things that I had to adjust with. Because in corporate, things are really very structured. Like, sobrang set na talaga yung timelines. You really have to fo- follow it. And um, I guess less yung bureaucracy, but that would be expected naman yun na grab yung bureaucracy in, in any government uh, agency or organization. But yeah, I, I get yung yung structure talaga. Pag, um, I benefited from that by working in the corporate because it helps me, you know, structure my own work as well. Mm-hmm. So how did you adjust? Like after when you finally started um, your faculty position, how did you adjust having the ta- all the time in your hands? <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> diba? I didn't have time on my hands. Like I was I guess the biggest adjustment para sa akin, I knew that my first because I I applied for a full time na hagad. Yung sayo, diba, you're working for part time. Yep. 
So, mm-hmm. I worked full-time like, na agad. So, I knew that I would ha- need to spend time preparing for materials, for slides, thinking of activities, creating exams. But I didn't realize na it would take me a long time to prepare all of those. So, the first sem <laughs> was honestly very stressful for me. Like, sobrang wala ako halos pahinga nun. Kasi I had to make everything from scratch, actually. Um, well, we're, yung mga colleagues ko na nagturo ng mga past subjects, they were very, very helpful and really appreciate how they sent me yung mga syllabus, some key things, some materials that I can use. Pero since, I guess, my Tonton and I also had conversations about this kasi lagi niya sa sinasabi na I take too much time preparing for my slides. Mm-hmm. Pero kasi na-discuss namin na mag- sobrang magkaiba nung field. Kasi yung sa inyo, very straightforward. Ito yung formula, ganito mo siya gagawin, yeah. stuff like that. So, wala masyadong room for deviations because it's just really how it is. Whereas sa amin, social sciences, sobrang daming gray areas and daming room for, I mean, customizing it. Mm-hmm. So, makikita mo talaga yung difference ng pagtuturo dun sa mga iba't-ibang profs because they have their own styles, they have their own way of organizing the topics. So, because I had that freedom, which I despised nung first sem, mm-hmm. but now I appreciate na dahil nandiyan na siya, sobrang hirap lang nun para sa akin kasi I, I needed to you know, do a SEMS work of preparing for two subjects. And there was walang clear path na, na, that I can take. So, mm-hmm. it was just very ambiguous. So, it was very difficult for me. Plus, it was my first SEM also in sorting and master. So, I really had to adjust for that as well. Kasi, nagsimula yung masters. Although, two subjects lang naman yun, six units. But, but still... Two ay, subjects na different subjects. Yeah. Oh, so, so... I, yung tinuro ko, two subjects na magkaiba, tapos yung master's class ko, dalawang subjects din. Six units yung kinuha ko. That's SEM. So, um, I think my learning curve pa rin kasi ngayon lang ulit ako mag-aaral. So, kailangan mm-hmm. ko magpasa ng mga readings and also may class ka sa gabi. Tapos, sabi lang dami lang talaga ng readings sa grad school. So, also, consume. For like, psych. Sabi na overall ako like, what? Isang topic? Isang libro yung makalagay dito na readings? Totoo ba? So, so, sobrang stressful nung first sem sa akin. And honestly, nahirapan ako mag-adjust. And I guess, part of the reason why it took me a long time in preparing like slides and materials for my students was because I also ha- had this mindset, which honestly, meron pa rin naman at a certain degree at this point. Na I, I, I have this m- mindset na I'm, parang, swerte lang na nakapasok ako. Like, I, I, I think that I, I'm, I still think, although to a lesser extent na, I'm not, parang I'm not worthy to be here. I'm not worthy to be teaching you all these things. Kasi, parang inisip ko lang, dapat, um, parang, other, you would learn more from other people who have PhD. Parang I have that kind of, mm. like, imposter syndrome kind of thinking about it. So, dahil may ganun akong thinking that, that I'm not enough, I'm I'm not worthy to be here teaching in one of the most prestigious universities in the country. Um, sobrang nag-overcompensate ako. Sobrang dami kong binasa just to make sure that I am knowledgeable enough to teach this, this subject. Kaya, mm-hmm. sobrang haba nung naging preparation process ko to the point na 
sobrang napabayan ko na rin yung sarili ko nung, nung first time. But yeah, it was difficult to adjust at that time. Pero yeah, since, how, how, how was your load credit back then? Like, di ba, for faculty, you have 12 units. So did yeah. you have part of your 12 units allocated for grad studies? No, in my first year, I didn't know about that. So I wasn't able to, <laughs> to apply. And sobrang nagigilty lang ako. Like, sobrang irrational thinking to. Na nung first year of teaching, iniisip ko na, naku, first year ko pa lang. Tapos, mag-ano na, kagad ako ng grad, ng study load credit. Eh, parang gusto ko na, para gusto ko lang magpakita na I'm, I'm willing to take on this load. And kasi, iniisip ko in my head, kapag, kung ako nung study load unit, someone else would have to take on yeah, yung, yeah. yung teaching. Di, uh, you get it? Parang, mm-hmm. di ba? Kung wari, ma, kasi nung first sem, so, nag, nagturo ako ng research subject. So, five units yon Tapos, may three unit uh, theory class na two classes. So, six units. So, eleven units. Eleven total. units na teaching load. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, ano, that's a lot. That's and a then lot. you were preparing the slides for all classes? Yeah. So, yes, for all classes. Two two classes, two subjects lang naman yun. So, 118 saka 108. But but that's a lot in pag first sem. Yeah, I can so, imagine. Yeah. Um so yun, pero nung second year nag-apply na ako ng sanilod, <laughs> ng sanilod credit. Like, ngayon, second year. Second year ko pa rin. Ako. Ah, oh nga, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, we can probably talk about like teaching, I don't know, management strategies in another topic. Yeah. Interesting yan eh. I'm interested to know about, learn more about how uh, faculty members from other departments prepare your slides and all. Because mm. I have this um, elective class that we offered sa mm. EEE um, during the second, last semester. Um, it was the first, actually. So I, I just pitched it to our director that mm. I wanted to teach this ethics class for biomedical engineering that I learned from, from my graduate studies. Mm. And so that was offered. Tapos, I had to prepare as well all the slides. And it, it's super difficult. Um, yeah! Medyo na-save lang ako nung, well, hindi ko siya lahat like until the very end because I was, I was preparing it before the, like, I prepared the syllabus before the mm. semester. Yeah. But, the actual lecture, I was preparing a few weeks before the actual lecture time. Yeah, same. If that makes sense. Yeah, so, parang, hindi ko siya natapos kasi nag-lockdown for the quarantine. Oh, right, <laughs> so, right. But, okay, if I will be teaching this next semester, at least I have the first half yeah. um, settled, then just working yeah. on the next ones. So, yeah, maybe another conversation. That's, that's an interesting one. And you also mentioned how different it is um, pag, pag na-invite ka na si Tantan, I even I told him that I will invite him. So, <laughs> Tantan, I will invite you soon. Yeah, it's interesting yung differences ng lectures or how we conduct classes in social sciences and engineering. Yeah, that's, that's very, very um, interesting. So, now let's, let's try to talk about um, faculty life na like the faculty grind, I call it parang faculty grind, like you just doing the work. Grind. I don't know, it's like, you're just doing, because we're, I don't know, are you, how how do you manage your time as a faculty member right now? During the pandemic or before? Because it's totally uh, <laughs> It's a different universe. Um, it's normal life. How do I manage? Normal. Yeah, so, 
nung wala pa ang pandemic, like, I would just really work every day. <laughs> like, I would just work every day. Um, kasi may classes in the past three semester. Nung first time lang yung deviation na umaga yung classes ko. Pero in the past three um, semesters, my classes are after lunch. So, afternoon yung grad classes ko. Na pag sinasabi ko yung reason ko na weirdohan yung mga tao, like, nag-take ako, kasi we have... Afternoon is you're the student or you're the teacher? I'm teacher. Afternoon. Kasi, I'm, well, I'm very fortunate that the department asks us about the subjects that we want to teach and also Mm -hmm. the time that we prefer. So, ako yung talaga yung namili noong afternoon. At kapag tinanong ako ng mga co-faculties ko, like, bakit afternoon? Like, sinasabi ko... I want afternoon classes because I'm a morning person. And they were like, yeah. oh! <laughs> Kasi parang doon first sem na umaga yung classes ko, wala na ako nagagawa sa hapon. Kasi sobrang patay yung utak ko kapag hapon. Like, shesta, the shesta time. Sabang yeah. hindi siya function. So, now that my classes that I teach are in the afternoon, I can do a lot of things in the morning. So, yung morning ko, I usually devote it to Kasi up until now, kahit na I've been teaching the same subjects, I'm still revising slides. Which, tonton, again, is saying na, bakit ko nag-revise ng slide? Nag-work naman in the last time. But again, there, there there's this thought in my head that this is not enough. Ganyan. So I still keep revising my slides up until this point. So, yung morning, I dedicated for revising slides, checking, answering emails, tapos yung hapon, yung classes. Tapos noon, sa gabi yung grad school, Oh my. And then, um, sometimes yung mga umaga ko rin are dedicated to studying for grad school. Pero most of the time, yung weekends yung mas dedicated for studying grad school. And then, sa mga gabi na wala akong grad classes, I also dedicated to checking. Kasi yung isa kong subject na dituro, which is a research course, sobrang dami talaga akong checkan para doon. Like, grabe, sobrang dami. So, madami akong time na dedicated for checking doon. How do you check yung mga research courses? Do you do like one-on-one with students? Kasi you would have different feedback for everyone, di ba? Yeah, because they have different research. Yung one-on-one ito man is a group project, thankfully. So, um, kapag may mga soft, pag may mga submission sila, I just put a very concrete and elaborate comment. That's why it also takes a long time for me to check kasi sobrang detailed ng mga comments ko. And sometimes, meron kaming mga consultations for things na pakiramdam ko sobrang crucial talaga. Pero yung mga exercises beforehand, kapag pinaplano parang nila yung research design nila, mas back and forth lang yun, email, ganyan, dun sa mga sinabit nila. Pero dun sa, when they're already working towards their final project, yung nag-field work na sila, meron kami mm-hmm. mga face-to-face consultations talaga na kamusta yung interview, what can we do to improve the interview, and also in analyzing the data kasi it's qualitative, it's very walang, like, one way of doing it. It's very ambiguous. So, yeah. we have that sit-down meeting for for those. How did you adjust nung nag-pandemic with coordinate? Did you still have to coordinate with them? Or like, oh, pass, everyone? No! <laughs> no, no to mass. Nako, <laughs> baka atakihin ako ng mga tao. Um, well, kasi, di ba, there was this time na suspended yung klase. Ay, Lockdown pa rin, pero hindi pa suspended yung classes. Mm-hmm. But there was this one week na, na yeah, ganun. Yeah, yeah. So in my head, I was really preparing for that na nakagawa na ako ng adjusted way of doing it. And my mindset was that, ano yung paraan by which we can mimic the classroom setup. So 
So, yung inisip ko, video lectures, and we would have, like, group, kasi may mga group discussions din. So, group discussions, pero online. Like, may mm-hmm. mga chat groups sila. So, yun yung before the suspension, and we still didn't have enough information on how this pandemic has been affecting everyone. Um, and then, nagkaroon ng class suspension. So, at that time, hindi ko muna sila kinulit kasi suspension ng classes. Pero nung medyo pa kupa na yung class suspension, syempre, I had to prepare na on how we can adjust the SEM. So, um, I contacted my students, nagtanong ko ng survey, how do you want to, parang I just presented options on how they wanted the SEM to progress. And then, mm-hmm. and I just prepared for what, based on the results ng sur- survey. So, for my, yung theory class ko, yung 108, si Kuloyan Pilipino, since theory class siya, hindi siya pre-rec ng kahit na ano, mas may flexibility kami. So, nag-upload na lang ako ng learning materials and then meron na lang mga exercises na bonus para dun sa mga gustong bumawi in case nila mm-hmm. masaya sa pre-pandemic grades nila. Pero dun sa 118, since it's a research course na sobrang, kapag hindi nila alam yon mahirapan talaga sila sa mga higher psych subjects nila na may mga research din. Um, and thankfully, yung nanalo naman dun sa survey, I, they still want to submit additional requirements. So, I just gave them an option of anong mga requirements yung pwede nalang masubmit para lang medyo ma-augment yung course objectives din namin. So, right now, mm-hmm. I'm just really waiting for them to submit <laughs> so that I can check. Ah, but I already okay. gave them the materials for one for one one eight kasi I also created video lectures kasi nga it's wow. a skill eh. It's a skill. So I, I really had to demonstrate how do you do thematic analysis, how do you analyze data. So sabi ko lang, ito yung mga materials you can learn it at your own pace. Tapos I'm just I'll just wait for the submissions. So my YouTube channel ka na rin. <laughs> <Ako>. <laughs> subscribe ako. I don't want I don't want <laughs> Ayoko nga mapanood yun ng mga tao. Eh. <laughs> so, naka-unlisted siya. Ha? Unlisted mo ba siya in-upload? You can do that. Yeah, you can do that. Um, it's unlisted. So, that means that only the people who have the access to the link can see it. So, it's not searchable. Oh, I will do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yan. Yeah, so, meron ganong feature for channels if you don't want it to be public. But, I've, I don't know. Feeling ko, if I get to teach, if I have more time to prepare for mm. teaching, I would actually be happy to post videos. So, actually, this is a for good exercise. For others' consumption. And also, I don't know, if it's not, if, it, if the lecture doesn't contain anything confidential to, mm-hmm. to the institute, I think it would be useful, at least for the students. Because one thing that I found, I saw um, in the States, is how people are very open about sharing knowledge and mm-hmm. actually stimulates the students' thinking as well. Well, I don't know if everyone gets enjoys intellectual stimulation. We like that. I really yeah. like talking to people about things like that. But I know others are, you know, it's like they see it as something dagdag work or not, yeah. not fun at all. But I guess if that's yeah. one thing that's different, I don't know if all faculty members think that way. But... I don't know. Um, like recording, sharing, recording, uh, sharing information. Yeah, because um, yeah. yeah, other people, you know, other people um, ask questions. Na paulit ulit, and sometimes maybe it will help if someone, maybe someone else who was afraid of asking or doesn't mm-hmm. realize that this is a question 
mm-hmm. um, would benefit from I don't know yeah. lectures like that. Because yeah. for example, I, I subscribe to Tonton's YouTube. Because <laughs> there was this time this, I I'm in YouTube a lot. Like I I mm. watch a lot of vlogs and all that. Same. That's been like like I just remember this pandemic. my time. My time. I don't know what month was that that I was I all so I checked my subscription notifications mm. daily. Mm-hmm. That's my time that Tonton just uploaded a new video. And I ended up watching. I really I think it was triple E not sure if what subject, electromagnetics ata or basa triple E subject that he's teaching. And I ended up just sitting down for like fifty minutes watching the lecture and I don't even need to, <laughs> to know that. <laughs> to read that to know that diba? So yeah and it's just fun, I guess, yeah. for for other people, for me yeah. at least. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm really pro to. I'm really pro and the um, and sharing like learning materials to the public. Like, so sobrang pro ako don. Like, ayoko lang maging public yung videos ko because I'm just too self-conscious. Like, I I, mm-hmm. I think it's more of a personal issue for me. Like, yeah. Oh no, people will hear my voice and, and see and, my face. <laughs> Yeah, and that's also one of the dangers, I guess, of everything being accessible. Social mm-hmm. media, internet, that can't really please everyone. Other people might have different opinion or might notice flaws that you're not, we are not comfortable. Yeah, another topic, another yeah. conversation. But <laughs> yeah, since it's been like 45 minutes since we started talking, I didn't even oh. know. <laughs> it's like, maybe we can start wrapping up with mm. a reflection, sort of. Mm-hmm. So, originally, diba, I pitched the podcast, the title of this episode. I feel like I a slide. So, no, maybe we can, I know, with a, I'd, I'd like to hear your reflection on faculty life so far. Um, just reflect on your journey. What do you think? What do you enjoy the most about mm-hmm. your current work and all that? Yeah. So, what do I enjoy? Like, I just really, I just really enjoy, I wouldn't say everything about it. Kasi, um, since, alam ko na this is something that I'm, I'm passionate about, like teaching. Sobrang na-enjoy ko yung mga bagay na, na-envision ko naman, enjoy ko naman, like yung intellectual simulation, the creativity process of just, designing your own class. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that. Uh, kasi before the start of the sem, talagang pinag-isipan ko yung syllabus and yung mga activities. How do I make this more enjoyable? And also, gusto na maintindahan yung mga students. So, I really enjoy the creative process involved in, in teaching. Um, I also enjoy learning students' insights. Like, sobrang, we're very blessed that we have really brilliant students. At sobrang nag-enjoy ko yung mga discussions namin, them asking questions. And, yeah, I enjoy learning from my students as well. Um, I also enjoy the fact that I I just really have a sense of, I, I just feel a sense of community in UP. Like, hindi na to connected to teaching per se, pero nung yeah. nagkaroon ng lockdown, I was, I was a bit anxious na, shocks, may possibility ba na hindi tayo magkasweldo? Ganyan. Dahil, dahil wala tayo sa sa university mismo. And, parang, sobrang, kaagad na-dispel yung worry na yun. Kasi, I just really trust 
na hindi ako pababayaan ng UP. So mm-hmm. that, that that trust that I have with with UP that I don't have with the government <laughs> <laughs> very comforting and and reassuring and um yeah, it's 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 really enjoying to be in a career that you're really passionate about. Like kahit hindi lang yung teaching but also doing research. Although wala pa ako research ngayon, but the, the idea of doing yeah. research and extension work. Um yun. Although I also want to dispel that common misconception because I really hear a lot of young people, young people, mm-hmm. <laughs> and your students saying Na if you're passionate about your job, you wouldn't work a single day. Like they yeah. always say that, that's and that's true. not true. Like even if you're really passionate about your job, there will just be days that you're just so fucking tired. Like yeah. it's just so stressful. Like this yeah. is just impossible. So there are, there will always be bad days. There will always be stressful days. No matter how passionate you are with that job, pero yung passion mo will just keep you going. And because. Yeah. Like, Parang compared to a job that I was not passionate about, comparing it to now that to a job that I'm passionate about, like yung dati mas kapag nasstress ako mas helplessness yung nafeel ko, like ayoko na mm-hmm. ayoko na gawin to kasi para saan ba to? Where, yeah. Whereas ngayon na kapag nasstress ka, wala yung hel- helpless, wala wala yung ganong klaseng helplessness, mas parang yung nagiging mindset ko ay this is a challenge that I need to overcome. So, even if it's stressful, your passion still fuels you. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't cause you distress. It's it's still stressful. <laughs> Ayun. So, yun yung mga bagay na na-enjoy ko in, in teaching right now. In addition dun sa passion mindset, mm. maybe we maybe people can reframe it to instead of finding your passion, finding your purpose. Because if it's and and if they say that if you have found your passion, your your passion, you will never work a single day or something. But if you know what your purpose is, you understand or people understand that finding your purpose or your passion doesn't mean that you will always it will always be fun. Because if everything mm. is fun and this Anna, we're just playing the entire time, right? Yeah. yeah. So so that's what's fulfilling. And as long as you have a fulfilling work, no matter how difficult it is, if you still Parang still other people would work overtime for long hours, mm, really. but yeah. that's okay with them because they know that they're helping, like they're getting ful- they're getting fulfilling. Uh-oh. they're yeah. getting fulfillment in the end. Yeah, and also in addition to that, I guess you one of the things that I enjoy in teaching is really just the continuous learning, talaga na nangyayare. Like since, um. Yeah, learning never ends when you're when you're teaching. Kahit na paulit-ulit yung subjects na tinuturo ko, there will always be something new na matutunan ko either from learning additional references or learning old references but with a different mindset. Yeah. Um like learning the same text but you have a different lens right now. So there will always be something new and also there will always be something new because you're teaching new students. Yeah. So meeting new people yeah. Learning about their stories and all that. So, moving to like retrospective, is there anything, if you're to look back, is there anything that you would want to do differently? Or you're, yeah, how do you feel about the decision that you made in the past? Well, in terms of like behavior, like action, I wouldn't do anything differently. But I guess when it comes to mindset, I would. Because um, if I'm going to look back, I, I guess yung babaguhin ko is just I I just be kinder to myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kasi parang I always had 
I was I was really so harsh with myself na I had this mindset na parang sobrang pinapressure ko yung sarili ko na kapag nagkamali ako sa mga maliliit na bagay, like, I always see myself as a failure na or parang mm-hmm. wrong decisions make will lead to a catastrophe. Like, like ganun. So, parang, bawal, parang in my, in my head, bawal ako magkamali. Pero, and I just really didn't have that patience with myself. And, um, I didn't realize na 20s is just really a time where you figure yourself out. Yeah, like, you, yeah. you figure stuff out. Na it's okay if you still don't know what you want to do in the future. It's okay if you're still exploring. It's okay if you ended up in a job that you didn't like. Kasi madami ka pa naman ding matutunan. So, eh, kasi yun ang babagoyin ko. I'll be kinder to myself and I'll... One of the sources of stress din kasi when I was during the first year of teaching and to a certain extent right now was that yun nga, going back to that imposter syndrome kind mm-hmm. of thing yung nagiging automatic thought ko when it comes to that was that i'm comparing myself to to other people mm-hmm. um para ni siko ay ayan ko siguro si si ma'am ganito yung magtuturo nito or si sir ganito yung magtuturo mas gusto yung mga students ko uh-huh. like i'm always comparing myself to other people and and that has really caused a lot of stress to me. So I think that I would I would change that. Um, just being more kind and telling myself that I shouldn't compare my beginning to like matagal siya nagtuturo. They have their mm-hmm. masters, they have their PhD, and I'm just really starting as starting, an instructor. Yep. I haven't really finished my masters, so it's really okay to not know all of the things to to teach this particular subject. So yeah, just be a little less harsh to myself. Be patient. Yeah. yeah. Be kind. Yeah. yeah. Interesting coming from a psych person. Alam, para di ba psychology study? Alam, kasi psychology di ba study of, I don't know, study of what ba siya? Humans? Like behavior? Or It's a study of affect, behavior, and cognition. Ah, di ba? Yan yung so, dictionary, <laughs> ano niya. Yeah. So, I think we can stop it here. And then talk about another topic next time. I'm gonna yeah. stop the recording. Thanks, friend, for accepting my invite. Yeah, Bye. sure. Thank you for the invite. Bye-bye. Ay, na-stop ko ba? <laughs>